Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome into this week's edition of the Strategic Planning Podcast with Mike Flanders and myself talking investing, finance, and retirement here to the Carolinas. What's going on, Mr. Mike? How you doing, bud? Hey, I hope you had a very happy Memorial Day, Mark. Uh, I was, um, you know, uh, uh, it's a great day. I hear different people. It was cool and rainy-ish. Yeah, it but, was. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people kind of think about Memorial Day as a, a big celebration day and all that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of think of it as more of a, uh, a, a, I don't want to call it a somber day, but a day well, of reflection and that is, kind yeah. of thing. You know, yeah. thinking about people that have... Uh, uh, we've given everything for us and for that's our right. freedom. I really appreciate that. And uh, that's right. I'm reading a book right now called The Great Wagon Road. And uh, it's a uh, just some obscure, to a certain extent, historical things in the early years of this country. Um, uh, immigrants coming into Philadelphia and then moving across uh, Lancaster, York, and so forth, down into Maryland, Virginia, North and South Carolina ended up in Georgia and just all along the way, the different settlements and everything. And, uh, you know, just uh, the, it was a, a tough life. I mean, a lot of attacks oh, yeah. from Indians and so forth. And, um, and, and, you know, we had our, our problems too, of course, but you know, it, it's just, uh, settling and trying to make a, a living off the land and, um, cutting out all the stuff to make your house and all that kind of thing. And then it gets burned down or something like that. You get killed, uh, you know, yeah. just wild stuff. And uh, it, it just kind of all mixing in there with Memorial Day, maybe. Well, and all, and all the things that, you know, is, uh, uh, was it a, a thousand ways to die in the, in the old West or something like that? Is yes, that saying? Right. Cause every, you know, you could, you know, you could break your leg possibly and it could be a death sentence, you know, exactly. There's, there's you yeah. know, lots of different ways that we, we have certainly adapted and overcome a lot we of things. We sure have, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's for sure. And I, I'm with you on the Memorial Day thing. We're just at Memorial Day. So, um, you know, it is, it's, for, you know, it's long since been kind of considered the, the unofficial kickoff to summer. And mm. I think because of the long weekend, you know, kids, as your kids, that's what you're thinking about. You're thinking about, it it's the extra day, you know, cause school's usually winding down or maybe it's over at that point, depending on where yeah. you're at in the country. And so, you know, that's, I think that's how it kind of got turned into that more festive thing. But yeah, I'm with you. My, my best friend uh, is a 20 year veteran of the military of the army. And he, uh-huh. you know, he, he just shared, you know, he shared a story with us about some folks, some, some of his guys that he lost on, you know, one of the things he was out in Iraq, you know, about 10 years ago. And, and so, yeah, it mm-hmm. definitely drives that home. It's very poignant. And so we want to, you know, take those moments to remember why we can have a barbecue and and have that fun and, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah why kids can normally get out of school and enjoy the long weekend and all that kind right of stuff. So, that's yeah. right yeah for sure for sure well i tell you what cool we are going to talk today about being a genius because you know when you look at the picture of a genius in the book it, there's a picture of me uh, <laughs> <laughs> not <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i want to talk about investing like a genius there's a very popular i may be saying it wrong but there's a very popular thing out there is uh it's like uh I think there's a book called Investing Like a Genius or something along those lines. And basically geniuses, you know, we've all heard of saying geniuses learn from the experiences of others and all that kind of stuff. But I just really kind of wanted to focus on really two main points to this. And, you know, people are always trying to study, you know, folks with very, very high intelligence to see if we can glean some understanding of what makes them tick. And, and we've done that. We've taken a lot of books. We've, there's been a lot of things that have helped other folks along the way. But let's apply some of that to the financial side of the house, if you will. 
and talk about the adaptability that geniuses have. I think that's a, a really key component to being an investor or to being a pre-retiree and a retiree, even in general, by making yourself adaptable mm. to an ever-changing landscape, much like what COVID has caused. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Having flexibility, being able to, uh, you know, kind of roll with the punches, so to speak. You know, there are so many different things you could talk about here relative to adaptability, but I, I think I'll focus on one thing. And, you know, with what we've experienced recently with the market turmoil and the uh, quick decline in the market, the crash right. that we've had, you know, being flexible comes from having the right things in place. If you if you haven't done the right things, then it's a little harder to be flexible. You still need to know how to be and, and how to adapt to the situation. But, you know, if someone's retired and if they are living on their assets, in other words, they're taking an income off their portfolio and um, they are you know, rocking along, market's going great. We've been in a 10-year bull market and all that kind of stuff and not taking more than 4% of the uh assets each year, which means that they're in a moderately successful portfolio. They're they're actually growing their account while still taking an income off of it. And then you hit a rocky point in time like this crash. And, you know, to be flexible would be to have accumulated not just money in an investment account, but money in an emergency fund or in a rainy day fund or whatever. So that at a point where market values are down, you're not having to take money out of that investment account to continue to meet your monthly living expenses, but uh, you can shift to the funds that you have in a money market account that aren't going to be affected by a market crash. They're not going to make a ton of money either. They're not going to make a lot of interest, but it'll be something and it won't go down when everything else is going down. You know, if, if you don't have that, a way to be adaptable would be to uh, have a budget in place and be aware of what you spend and what's absolutely necessary to meet monthly living expenses and, and what are the uh, things that are variable that are um, uh, not necessarily a need. They're nice, they're wants, but it could be cut out in a pinch so that you can reduce the amount of money you're taking out of uh, investment accounts if you have to do that. It's always good to be on top of those kinds of things so that you'll be aware of what you need to do if the worst case scenario comes along. Yeah, very true. And it's a great point, to, again, to try to illustrate the fact of adaptability, flexibility. Those are key components as well inside a financial plan. We've said many times here on the show that you don't often it's not well never i don't say don't often you don't set it and forget it you know it's not right you know it has to adapt and flow because you're going to adapt and flow just because we get to retirement we don't stop mm-hmm. uh you know we well we hope we don't anyway <laughs> we, yeah. we hope we keep going <laughs> and so things are going to happen life's going to happen and so your plan needs to be able to you know bend and flex along with that and so point two really on our topic uh, this week on the podcast about geniuses is geniuses understand also how much there is that they still do not know right? They're okay with the fact that they don't know everything, even though they're very, very smart. Yeah. And they know how to go find the information and they're willing to go find the information to make a good decision. Uh, That's smart. That's That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so many of the things that we view in life that, that are part of who we are, there are things that we know that we know. And then there are things that we know that we don't know. You know, we're aware. I don't know that. The big part of the problem for most people is there are things that they don't know 
and they don't know that they don't know it. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's where you can have a lot of problems. Very true. Very true. Yeah. I just had a situation occur here uh, in the last day or so where a client that I had been speaking to, oh, for about a month or two, well, and, and trying to, I should say, trying to speak to, to explain a move that I had recommended they make uh, in order to reduce some tax liabilities, to be able to get out of some gain positions that had, because of the crash, become lost positions and reposition the portfolio in order to reduce some cost and maintain the same kind of asset structure, just you know, taking a lateral move, basically, and um, eliminating some gains and actually getting to reduce some of their tax liabilities. I didn't want to hear about it because they happened after I had presented the information to them to talk to a friend who I guess they respect and so forth. And um, that person, without understanding any more than what she just said, that I was telling her to sell out of the market and all, said, you should never do that when the market's down. And of course, I totally agree. You should typically never do that when the market's down because all you're doing is locking in losses. But in this case, what we were actually being able to do was to make a lateral move that was to her benefit for the long run in terms of reducing costs and therefore increasing returns but not have to pay the tax on capital gains at the point because we happen to have this crash occur. And so she just wasn't uh, willing to listen to it because based on what he said, she thought she knew what she knew and just wasn't hearing uh, what I said. So at any rate, as it turns out today, I got an email from her saying she was going to move her account to another company. And so I thought, great. You're going to do exactly what I wanted you to do. I just hope you get into a good position with whoever you're going with. Right. So, uh, you know, sometimes that happens and, um, you know, people don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing based on the information they're getting from resources that may or may not be fully apprised of, you know, the, um, advice or receiving from their advisor or what have you. Well, so it, it's an interesting situation. No, and it sounds a little bit kind of like the first one too. It sounds like, you know, that adaptability also being in there. Yeah. You know, been a little bit more open and adaptable and under and listening through the you know the process might right. have realized that the you know you and communication is always key. You might have realized that you're on the same page to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it is interesting that we we do get certain things in our mind that are are truths. You know, like don't sell when the market's down. You know, that's a good thing to sure, remember. Don't yeah. panic and sell. Well, we all know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and the difference here, though, was she was hearing sell when the market's down, but we weren't saying the word panic. <laughs> it was a very calculated maneuver to take advantage of tax laws and circumstances. Right, tax to, laws, uh, harvesting. Right. Yeah. And so uh, you that's the adaptability part. You you can hear something that you have put into your head as this is this is a principle. Don't sell when the market's down. Yet if you can hear the whole story, so to speak, be adaptable to to listening to the whole thing, sometimes you can make out like a bandit and um so it's, it's just a matter of being, as you say, adaptable. Yeah. And sometimes that's the nature of things. And, and you know, and it's okay, but it, we can all do ourselves a little bit of a favor if we take a few minutes and kind of, again, learn from some of the things that, uh, you know, from those highly intelligent folks out there, those geniuses. There's so many books about some of the different ways that you can take from that. And by no means does it mean that, you know, 
you have to know everything about your, you know, your retirement plan, but just having a good working knowledge and understanding things and having the right mindset can certainly go a long way. Cause I know a lot of people just don't want to know everything. They want to have a, a general understanding. They want to know, and you should, you should right. know what you have, why you have it and what it's doing for you. But if you don't want to know the nuts and bolts, I, I said oh, this yeah. earlier today, you know, I think most people understand how a car works, but most people cannot take an engine apart. Oh, my goodness. I hardly can get the hood up on it. Right. So, Uh, (laughs) but you know how a car works. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of, you know, same kind of process. So folks might want to, um, you know, you need to understand how your plan works for you, but you don't have to know the nuts and bolts unless you really want to. So, yeah, you know, and we actually had a third topic that we decided not to cover because we didn't want to spend too much time, but it, it really ties back into all these other things here about learning from the experiences of others. So there you go. here just in our podcast today, we're, we're laying out an experience that someone's had that maybe will be a benefit to someone out there at some point where they are faced with information that seems to fly in the face of what they've always believed or known. And it might just give them pause to say, let me listen, let me yeah. do a little research yep. and let me consider this more fully. Absolutely. And that was the saying, I could not get it in my head, but now I have it. It's the smart people learn from their own mistakes, but geniuses learn from the mistakes of others. There you go. That was it. That was what I was looking for. And with that, we'll wrap up our podcast this week. So make sure you're investing like a genius. Make sure that you are being adaptable and you are understanding what it is that you know and understanding what it is that you don't know. And allowing, you know, hopefully your coach, your financial planner, uh, your advisor to kind of, you know, help you shore up those deficiencies inside that plan. And if you need some help, as always, you know what to do. Reach out to Mike and let him know if you've got questions before you take any action. Always check with a qualified professional about your specific situation. And you can call Mike at 336-668-4338. Or you can just go to spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. Mike, my friend, thank you so much for your time. As always, I appreciate it. I hope you have a great week. Thanks. It's been great. We'll see you next time here on Strategic Planning. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all the most popular podcasting apps. We'll see you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.